So big jobs, little jobs. What do you prefer as an electrician? I think every electrician, he has his preference, whether you want to do two or three small jobs a day, and they avoid doing rewires. When other electricians, they love getting stuck into sort of big rewires and big jobs and new builds because they feel that there's a lot more profit to be made. And yes, I will admit, each one has its pros and cons. So in this podcast, we're going to dive in to see what's better for an electrician to either do small jobs, like a few of them, or maybe doing rewires all the time. What one can you make a lot more money with? Toolbox Talks for Electricians, helping electricians reduce stress, gain back time, and earn more money. Welcome back once again. My name is Ben Poulter, your host of Toolbox Talks for Electricians. And this podcast idea came about from someone I was speaking to that said they avoid doing rewires like the plague. They are not interested in them whatsoever. They don't want to do the chases. They don't want to get involved in the big jobs. But in my eyes, as a perfectionist maybe sort of thing, the rewires are a lot better. You can start everything from scratch and you can make sure everything that is perfect in that property when you when you rewire it from sort of brand new. And plus, you're in the same place for at least, I don't know, at least a week or two because that's quite rare when you work in the domestic sector for an electrician. But I suppose, yes, in occupied rewires, ah, yeah, I will avoid them like the plague. (laughs) They'd be a nightmare. But there obviously is, obviously is some options that you can do when the property's occupied and you have to, you've been asked to rewire it in a way. So, but we'll talk about them a little bit later on. So working as a domestic electrician, you're rarely in that same place for a long time. Maybe it's a day job or a couple of day job. And sometimes it strings, strings out to maybe three days if you've got a lot of work to do in a kitchen fit, maybe. But normally you're doing like a few sockets here, some garden lighting maybe, a hot tub supply, or maybe upgrading an oven supply, or even a board change. That'll take you about a day. Or maybe you're in the EV market where you've just been asked to come along and install an EV charger. I don't think there's a lot of jobs for an electrician that requires them to be there for like the full week or maybe a month or two. Not small jobs anyway. And the thing is with a house rewire, yes, there is a lot more work involved, but you get paid accordingly. I'd say seven grand is the average price for a rewire on possibly a three bed property. And that compared to maybe 500 pounds a day for each small job what you do. And I suppose a lot of electricians, they look at it as though, well, if you mess up on the quote and you're quoting 500 pound for that particular job for one day, like a small job, and you mess it up a little bit, you're gonna eat into your profit margin slightly. On a big job, however, if you mess up that quote, then yeah, and you say, right, I've got to be there for an extra week, then there is a lot more at stake, say. And I suppose in your head as an electrician, if you mess up and think, hang about, I've messed this up, I've been here for a, a few days extra than what I anticipated, and you could have been earning a decent amount of money somewhere else. So let's jump in and do the maths on maybe doing rewires or maybe small jobs that you do. So let's start off with saying that you charge around £300 a day. That's the average rate for an electrician to be called out to do a job. They want to earn at least £300 a day. That's a good amount of money. So on a five-day week, because who wants to work the weekends, that works out around, what, 1500 quid. But you sometimes budget yourself, so you're going to get a few smaller jobs in there as well, maybe on the way home, a few call-outs maybe. So let's total up to maybe two grand a week. 
if you're just doing small jobs, you could possibly earn around £2,000 a week. And yes, with these small jobs, there will be a lot more paperwork to do because for each job, you've got to do a certificate, an invoice, maybe a quote as well. So there's a bit more paperwork involved with these small jobs. And with the small jobs as well, every customer, you've got to meet them for the first time. Like, And you know that you're going to have to have a cup of tea and go through the job. So it takes a little bit more time. But obviously, you budget in that when you, when you originally do your quote. Now, let's compare it to a rewire. A fresh rewire, maybe, may like I say, that... No one lives there. It's empty. It's a lot more easier. You can arrange with the customer to say, look, when you go on holiday for a week, we'll jump in and do the rewire. You will. You might have to move their stuff around if, if unless they're very nice and they move it all out to maybe the garage or the garden or in one place because the worst thing about doing a rewire with people living in the house is you've got all their kit everywhere. There was one shelving unit this guy had in the house that I did with the occupied rewire and he had all these little figures on there. I didn't know how much they were worth. Obviously, he painted these figures, so he valued them a lot. I said, look, man, you've got to put them in boxes because I've got to move that shelving unit, and I don't want to knock them all off. So little things like that might take, might take you a little bit more time because in an occupied rewire, you don't want to have to clear up every night. With a rewire, yeah, if, I don't know a lot of people that could do it in a day, but... You want to get in there, you want to make your mess, make your chases, you want to move everything around. You don't want to have to go and put things back in the evening and make sure they've got electric to be able to sit down and watch Netflix at night or maybe cook their dinner. That's the thing. Like Some people say, oh, have we got these sockets that work? No, I've ripped it all out. And when you start out on a rewire, you want to put a temporary board in and rip it all out. It just makes your life so much easier. You can use the old holes that maybe, if they've done decent holes that go through the joist to rewire your new wires. But... A lot of the time, some people say, yeah, we're going to be living in it. And, yeah, you've got to sort of keep that in mind when you're doing a quote because it will take you twice as long. So on average, a three-bed property, I would say, fairly, that will cost around seven grand. So materials for that job, let's be generous and say you're going to spend about two and a half grand on materials. So that leaves you with four and a half grand. Even if that job does take you two weeks then you're earning sort of £2,250 a week. But most of the time, you budget yourself to maybe do that rewire within a week. You get in there and get out. You get in there the first day, you do all your chases, marking out and get all your chases done, then you start the rewire. Normally, in my opinion, if you graft and you get on and you've got a labourer with you that can do the chases and things, then, yeah, you can do it easily within a week. Maybe it doesn't happen that you do constantly do rewires. I know some electricians, they do. All they do is rewires. They, their company name is basically rewires. Then, yes, you might do them all the time. But if you do them, say, maybe 20 weeks of the year, it doesn't happen all the time. You don't get rewires constantly, one after the other. Some people do. But if you're like doing a normal electrician, self-employed, work for yourself, say you do 20 weeks of the year, you do rewires compared to 20 weeks of the year of you doing small jobs. Well, the small jobs, only two grand a week, you can earn around 40 grand a year. But then with rewires, you can earn around 90 grand a year. So let's be honest, doing whole rewires, you can earn double from doing small jobs. But the thing is, doing a rewire, yes, it's a lot more hard labour, I say, climbing around the loft or maybe getting your chaser out and clearing up and just a lot of the things that you have to do with a rewire. It's a lot more hard graft, I'd say. 
And if you're doing a rewire every week, yeah, it will take it out of you a bit. It's knackering. You've got all the dust that gets all over you and you've got to have a shower every time you get home. And your bath or your shower fills up with the dust that comes off you that you've accumulated through the day from doing your bleeding chases. Being an electrician, we like to say nice and clean and tidy. So, yeah, it's not something I want to do every day, really, doing rewires because you get covered in crap. But with the money you can earn doing a rewire, I'd say doing a few a year, that's quite a good advantage for you and your business. And if you think about it, doing a rewire in a whole property, it tests your skills. Because normally when you do the small jobs, you've been asked to maybe put a shower supply in, a 10 mil shower supply, and you're going to be doing that in a rewire. Maybe you've been asked to do a small job with a few sockets. Well, yeah, you're going to put plenty of sockets in. So the quicker and the better that you get at doing this job, it's going to make you quicker for doing the small jobs. So in effect, it ups your skills in a way. Because like anything, the more you do something, the quicker you get. And the quicker you get, the more money you make. And not just that. It's with testing. Testing a whole house, it can up your skill as well. Because I know electricians, they test everything they do. They have to for the certificate. This is what we do. So going through a house and testing, you've got your one mil, you've got your two five, you've got your one five maybe, you've got your ten mil. All these supplies that you've got to test before handover of completion of the job, it ups your skill as well. And I enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing all these testing in one place. So the more you do things, the better you get. And like I say, the more money you earn. And yeah, it's fantastic getting better at your job. But let's be honest, we all do the job to earn more money. Because I've met a lot of electricians that say, yes, I love the trade. I love being an electrician. This is why I do the job. I don't really believe completely what they say. They might enjoy being an electrician. Fantastic. But the money is a bit of an incentive. Because if you enjoyed what you were doing all the time, then... I'm sure that I would get paid for going out to restaurants testing food. I would love to do that. But being an electrician as well, you do have to have that little bit of interest in electrics. You you must have a thrive for maybe challenges and a bit of a a bit of a hunger to be able to solve problems. You want to solve problems. I know a lot of people that they get, if they come across a problem, scrap that, let's call somebody else. Well, who are they going to call? They're going to call an electrician. So electricians are the person that have to be patient, possibly, and solve these problems with electric. But you can, however, it does happen, throw your dummy out the pram and have a little paddy fit. This happened to me the other day. I walked into a property and they were bored in the ceiling. Well, I thought, what do you do? when you board a ceiling. They normally ask where the downlight's going to go to the one and pulled through the plasterboard, but there was no wires there. So I said, there's no point in boarding the ceiling, lads. So I said, okay, I'll crack on and go, I'll get the downlights in now. what they do? They moved over to the kitchen. The kitchen was exactly the same scenario. I said, what are you doing, lads? Oh, we're only doing this bit. Well, it doesn't matter. I need to get over that whole ceiling to put downlights in. I packed my kit up and walked off in a right paddy fit. And yes, I admit it now, maybe I had a bad day, I was a little bit tired, it was rainy, wet and windy outside, so yeah, maybe I took it out of the wrong people, having a paddy fit, probably shouldn't have left, because the idea would maybe to get along with other trades. Don't burn your bridges with the other trades, they help you, you help them, and we're all there basically to get the job done, and at the end of the day, there's the same person paying us all. But you can see why electricians, while well, they enjoy doing these small jobs, you're sort of in and out in a day. And every day is different. You're meeting different people and you're going to different locations. 
But I don't care what you say. The cold, hard truth is you do earn a lot more money doing maybe rewires or bigger jobs where you're there for a little bit longer. There's a lot more money involved. And like I say, you don't have to do them all the time, but I think it's a good idea to challenge yourself and maybe sink your teeth into maybe a rewire or some bigger jobs in just your commercial sometimes. And it's not just testing yourself with the skills as being an electrician. It'll test yourself in business as well. It'll test you if you get the quote done right, the invoicing done right, the sort of balancing of materials, what you're quoted for. It's just all this that will help you build your business in the long run. Because as a spark, you must enjoy challenges. You, you thrive on the challenges. You haven't got a choice. This is the this is the thing we're up against sometimes with electricians when they come to do a job. Like, how are you going to get the cable to the socket? That's a challenge to work out. How are you going to get across the ceiling, maybe fish it and stuff like that with your rods? Because these challenges happened to me once on a private developer. I wired this house, which this house eventually sold for $1.7 And the developer was doing it to sell on. So he wanted it in top notch. He wanted the highest spec he could have. So we were running Cat6 cables to every room, TV points to every room. I don't think you needed a Cat6 and a TV, but he wanted it high end of the market, so that's what we ran to every single room. We had two-way switching, we have intermediate switching, we even had a couple of chandeliers we had to put up. And the funny thing is, the guy that actually bought the house in the end, he obviously got my number because I did all the electrics, and... We took the freaking lot of it down and changed it because he wanted to change one room into a cinema room where we wanted to project it in the ceiling. So we had to cut into a lot of that plasterboard and make good once again. So it added on to a lot of work. And again, with that customer that bought that house, he obviously recommended, recommended me to his family. So that turned out to be a pretty good job. So from one rewire and one customer, it escalated into getting about five customers from that job. And I think it will keep growing as time goes on. And I think these bigger jobs are a bit of a better advantage to maybe grow your business. Just for the example of one of the industrial jobs that I did, there was this, this industrial unit and he wanted all these metal halide lights changed to LED to save on energy, which was a great idea. We ex I explained to him, yes, it will. You've got 400 watts there. Let's change it down to 150 watts each lamp. You're going to you're gonna save a lot of energy. And he did over time. So what I did, I had my iPath license, so we hired a cherry picker. No, it wasn't a cherry picker. It was a scissor lift. We hired a scissor lift and went around, changed all the lights. Well, in that factory, there were order pickers. All the order pickers, I sat there and had a conversation. We had lunch and things like that. I got so much work out of them people. There might have been one person that, oh, my sister's having a kitchen fitted. Oh, I just need a light changing. Oh, I've got a garden socket that's never worked. It was so many customers that kept me going for the rest of the year, basically, from the people that worked in that factory. And the great thing is, with every customer, I have to send them an invoice. And the new way of sending an invoice is not on paper, it's through email. So you've got every customer's email to sort of follow up with them later on down the line to keep them fresh, keep you fresh in their mind, let's say, for when electrician is mentioned in any conversation. Because I always think this, you never know when maybe an old customer that maybe you just fitted one light for them, they might 
win the lottery or inherit a property later on down the line. And if they've got your details and they think, oh, I did a good job back in the day or two or three years ago when he fitted that light or maybe rewired my kitchen, they're going to call you up because they trust you a little bit more and they're going to say, right, Ben, we've got this property that basically needs a rewire jackpot that's another job that's escalated on and this has happened as well people call you up two or three years later i don't know if you remember ben but you did this job for us back in 2016 um i, I say i do remember but you do so many jobs you don't remember you just got to be polite and go oh yeah that was a lovely kitchen I can't even remember because you do you do do so many jobs. But when you meet them up, you probably when you meet them and you give to give them another quote for their new property, possibly it does refresh your mind and you you'll get on with them and you'll remember them and then it'll just keep the flow of customers coming in all the time. So the conclusion to this podcast is doing bigger jobs better than doing smaller jobs. Hundred percent. There's too many factors to show that it is better. And bigger jobs are not always necessarily harder. Think about that factory I just told you about, changing light fittings over. It's one of the easiest jobs electricians do. This was all in trunking. The thing is, a lot of these lights were on clicks. So all I had to do is unclick them. Didn't even have to isolate the circuit, unclick them, plug them back in after you tested the circuit to make sure it was fine. And it was so easy compared to maybe rewiring a house. I earned a lot more money out of that job than I did rewiring properties. It hasn't come up again, any more factories just yet, but possibly it will do because my name's out there with all them people in that factory. There is, of course, some lovely little easy jobs that you do that I've also been to. We can go around someone's house and you just reset the RCD. There's some of these RCDs that people just try and push up. They, they flip back down, flip back down. You've got to push them down to reset them. Yes, you could have told them over the phone, but you don't know what type of RCD board they've got. Sometimes they have, might not have an, an iPhone or a, a phone that they can do video calls on because a lot of the time if something's not RCD, if the trip the RCD's tripping, I'd rather say, right, give me a, give me a FaceTime call, Just flip it round. It's normally an older person where they're sitting there looking at you and you've got to explain to them how to flip the camera around so I can see what fuses are happening to explain to them how to determine which circuit is tripping the fuse. So a lot of the time you turn up to these houses, yet the RCD just needs resetting. What happened when the RCD tripped? Oh, I plugged my streamer in when I went through the cable. Yes, so that's it. Then we know that the the fault was your strimmer, that you'd went through the cable, that you maybe repaired yourself. So you might as well just repair the cable a little bit better for them because it will do you in good steed for them to ring you again, and especially when you charge them £90 for a call-out. But don't get me wrong, being an electrician is not always easy. That's why you should check out this other podcast. Mastering the trade, self-employed electricians and their professional knowledge in electrical repairs. I will leave a link to that in the show notes down below. And let's be honest, we all know in the electrical industry, you're always forever learning. There's always new technology coming out. Look at the EV charges booming at the moment. That's new technology. That wasn't around when I was an apprentice. So electricians, they do need to upskill all the time. And that's more than likely why we get the 17th, 18th, and soon to be 19th edition upgrade. So until next time, I'll see you again.